Dum-de-dum-de-doo. Oh, a notification from my bank. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I made 300 quid from my podcast last night. Do you want to know how I did it? Of course you do. This episode is all about monetizing your podcast. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnose Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. I really enjoy podcasting. Honestly, I do it for free anyway, but the reality is I do make money from my podcast. So how? Well, that's my secret. I would be willing to share it with you if you book a free chat with me by sorting out a time through my Calendly, and you'll find that at podnose.studio forward slash free chat. You can also find that link in the show notes of your favorite podcast app. The truth is there are loads of ways of monetizing your podcast, and you'll need to figure out the one for you. Some methods will work, some won't. To give you an idea, you can charge subscriptions, merch, sponsorship, affiliate marketing, selling stuff that you would use, in other words. The most common type used by those who grab the low-hanging fruit is affiliate marketing. This is where you get a commission from referring people to use companies. You'll get a cut when your listener makes a purchase. Do you want to know how much I've made from affiliate marketing on my podcasts across the years? £97. That's it. Since the first show I did that used this form of monetization in 2012, I made £97. A lot of shows you'll hear try this type of monetization. The Americans love it. Honestly, it's hit and miss, but it works best when you promote products of services that you truly believe in. This is because when you do that, you'll sound more authentic and your subconscious signals that you'll send to your listeners will be authentic. If you do want to try this method, I'll give you a nudge up. All right. I'll offer you a bit of free advice on how to make it work. Create an advert to promote your affiliate offer in the same way you would if you had an actual advertiser. You can record it once and then play it in a regular spot on your show. If you didn't already know, there are affiliate programs being used by pretty much everyone on the World Wide Web of Filth and Debauchery. Even your Aunt Netta's Etsy probably has an affiliate program. But if you need my help to point you towards them, you might want to check out Amazon. Theirs is the most notorious, and as a result, it doesn't pay huge. If you sell a computer, you'll probably get enough money to buy some printing paper. Who uses printing paper anymore? Even podcast hosting companies are getting in on the action now. If you use Buzzsprout, you can get people to give you free money by hawking out that platform to them. Also, they'll suck up to your shilling victim by giving them a gift card. Ugh. 
If you were born at any time prior to last week, you'll probably be aware of... And now a message from our sponsors. ...bits in classic movies and TV shows about radio and TV announcers. And it's still a thing on podcasts. And now a word from our sponsors. And now a word from our sponsor. Go buy stuff at podcastkit.co.uk. Anyway, back to it. It's the oldest type of monetization for audio. Most podcasting hosting companies have a revenue share scheme available that places sponsor messages in your content in return for a cut. My own podcast network offers this to certain podcasters. To be honest, you won't get much success with that unless you have a decent sized audience. This is simply down to conversion rates. If you only have 200 listeners to each show, how many do you think are actually going to take action with your show sponsor? If you don't have a huge audience yet, you could always reach out to smaller companies within your niche. After all, if they're stupid enough to advertise in the Village magazine, they might be dumb enough to pay you to talk about them to your aunt and your 15 cousins on Facebook. If you've listened to a lot of podcasts, the chances are you've heard of someone mentioning their patron page. This is a fairly recent thing where podcasters can send listeners to sign up for a membership in return for early access to their content or member-only perks. Hmm. I mean, well, look, if you're the kind of person who gets excited about hearing your podcast about two days before the usual episode release, then go for your life. But more often than not, I've seen people apologising for not having the member-exclusive episode ready to go yet, so it seems like an unreliable business model. I guess rushing your ass off for the price of a cup of coffee isn't that much incentive, and this wouldn't really work for you as a business owner anyway. Imagine you're a solicitor offering a members-only access to legal advice that only 10 people have bothered signing up for. Yeah, it doesn't seem too hot for the brand, does it? So this one is usually for the amateur and hobbyist podcaster. These are all possible ideas for you to explore as a small business wanting to generate some revenue from your podcast. But frankly, these are not your best hope to have a healthy bank account. If you want to really make your show work for you, you have to think a little bit outside the box and get some professional direction. And that's a privilege only my customers get to enjoy during a private coaching chat with me. There are no fewer than seven other methods that I haven't mentioned yet, which you could use to generate cash from your cast. And I've used one or two of them myself over time with some decent results. But will you get results if you also try them? Well, let the stats speak for themselves. According to AdvertiseCast, an average 30-second CPM, that's cost per 1,000 listeners, rates are around about 15 quid, while 60-second CPMs are about 20 Websites with some traction and a bit of savvy can generate millions of downloads, and The Ringer, a US sports and pop culture website, did so well with this traffic, it generated $10 in ad revenue using a content paywall and then got bought out by Spotify. Yes, it can be done, but not if your podcast is crap, which is why you're going to go back and listen again from episode one until you get it right. Right? Okay, Find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. This show is called The IP Podcast, and I found it by googling, can I sue someone who comes up with the same podcast name as me? It turns out, you probably can. Good to know. So don't even think about it, Pod News Productions. No one wants to hear your dynamic new show, Your Business Needs a Podcast. We already have the much better version.
Anyway, back to this show, which is produced by Dan's. Weird name. It's hosted by Dr. Mark Bell and Oliver Bonza. Struth, mate. Here's a clip. An undergraduate was getting some work experience at quite a large company, and they had come up with an idea and an invention, which he had discussed with the company, and the company then took his idea and applied for a patent application. What's the situation here? Again, the short answer is that it will depend. Um, It will very much turn on the facts of the matter. So here, the things that we're looking for are, you know, was the student employed by the company? What were his duties? And was the invention developed as part of those duties? If he wasn't an employee, then, you know, was there another agreement such as a contract signed that detailed how any IP rights he developed while he was doing his work experience, how those rights would be owned? So, for example, if the student on his work experience wasn't expected to make any inventions, but rather just straighten paper clips or bake cups of tea. But then he actually, you know, spotted an opportunity and saw how things were doing and he developed an invention. There may be an argument that he can stake a claim to ownership of that invention. Okay, so that's it for another episode. But don't worry. Right on cue. <laughs> Episode 11 will be with you soon, and with that one, we'll be in a slightly different format. Until next time, see ya! Podnose Productions. 